the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. More resources available online at jenniferjackson.com. This is Simply for Women. I don't know about you, but I know I need a little more motivation in my life. I need to know the why behind setting goals. But God has to be in it, doesn't he? I'm excited today because I am still interviewing my husband. We've been doing that for several days, and you can hear the other interviews at jenniferjackson.com. But we're talking today about the goals and Goal setting and why? Why do we do it? Where's the motivation coming from? So welcome to the show, my husband, Pastor Doyle Jackson. Thank you for having me. Well, I for years I would set goals and I didn't I didn't achieve the goals. And and the reason I didn't achieve the goals is because it really wasn't motivating. Okay, so the goal, I want to lose weight, will not help you lose weight. Okay? You need to have a, a goal that will help you lose weight. So I have to add to it. I have to make something measurable. I've got to lose 10 pounds, let's say. All right. And right now I need to lose not quite 10 pounds, thankfully. That's doable. That's doable. Okay. Good for you. But that's, you have to have, you have to have these, these parameters. So you have to start with why am I living the way I am right now? And why do I want to live a new way? Okay. And so I, I give you this example from Paul. So Paul, he was he was working against the kingdom of God, and God confronts him with that. And and maybe God has been confronting you lately. Maybe God has been saying, why are you living the way you are? Why are you in the same place you've been for the last couple of years? I don't I don't know what God is saying to you. Maybe God is calling you, and God is saying, why are you doing this when you could be doing this? Okay. And so what what God says to Paul in Acts twenty six, he says. Why do you persecute me? You know, why are you working as God? And and God then invites him. He says, why don't you become a part of my team? And Paul is transformed by that. And so if you're going through your goals and you're saying, okay, God, I've been, I've been pro-God, but I haven't been really working on your team. I now want to work on your team. And, and then you begin to, to do that. So your goal is now to think about why... Do I want this to be my goal? I, I don't know. What are some of the goals that some of your friends have? Oh, well, maybe to decorate their house. Okay. <laughs> I think about that. But, I mean, they have spiritual goals to start a Bible study or lead a Bible study or read the Bible through in a year. I mean, there's some prayer. You know, I have a ton of prayer teams that we're starting go on a mission trip. I mean, there's a, well, you started with decorate the house. Yeah. Okay. So this, this, this for me is uh, to make that your goal, then you have to say, well, what's going to be my budget? How much am I going to need for this? Is that realistic with my budget? And so for it to be a, a good goal, what I call a smart goal, it, it has to have it has to have some quantitative ways to evaluate. Do you, is it going to be five hundred dollars? It's going to be five thousand dollars. Okay. How many months is it going to take? Who who is going to help me with this? And so that's why you've got to know what you're going to do. If it's to to do a Bible study, then you're you're going to say, well. 
Who's going to be a part of that? What resources do I need for that? Who's going to help me with that? And so this becomes really, really important to this. So I talk about what are called smarter goals. I learned this uh, years ago, so I'm going to give you what they are. A smarter goal is specific, okay? So I want to get new furniture for the living room, if that's the, the decorating one. I want to get six new friends to be a part of a Bible study I'm going to lead. I'm going to put six people. So a smarter goal, it's specific, it's measurable. That's why you say six friends, okay? So if two show up, you didn't quite meet it, but at least you had two. That's right. It's actionable. That means you know what what I've got to do, and then is it risky? Yeah, six is risky because, man, that's that's bigger (laughs) than two, right? And then is it time-keyed? So am I going to start this decorating project or this small group? When is it? When do I know that I've started it? And when do I know that it's completed? When do I know that it's happening? Okay. So I want to do a Bible study for six months with six friends. Okay. And then um, is it exciting to me? What would make that exciting? Well, I want to have two new friends in the group or six new friends in the group. What What, what makes it exciting for you? And then finally, is it relevant, okay? How does it fit into your life, and how does it work? That's what a smarter goal is. Now, what I've learned over the years is you can have a goal, and then you write it out. You write out your goal, but then what makes it motivational for you, okay? I know for Jennifer, what would make it a motivational is who's involved. So if we're going to exercise, there's going to be there's going to be people involved, okay? But it's not going to be downer people, okay? You don't want people that are going to grumble about working out like me, okay? Uh-huh. So I'm not allowed on that workout team, right? No. And and so you want to put people involved in that. And so this becomes – so you write down your goal, okay? So I'm going to redecorate the living room, and I want it done by July because on the 4th of July, we're going to have a party at the house, okay? And and I'm going to invite these people, and the house is going to be done. Now, see, that's a smarter goal because now you see it, okay? Now, what's going to make it motivational? What's going to make it the why? I see all of our family at the house in July celebrating the 4th of July. They're sitting around the table. They're sitting at the couch. I can picture that. That's a motivational goal. Mm-hmm. That's so much better than lose weight. Does that make sense? Or I see my friends sitting around the living room in my newly decorated living room studying the Bible and praying for Simply for Women. I mean, that's a... Hey, now that's a great goal. (laughs) And see, what most people don't do is they don't put this in there. But yet, in, in the scripture, okay, is that... We have to have a vision. Let's go back to Paul, okay, because we're talking about Paul. Right. In Acts 26, okay, Paul's talking about this conversion moment when he went from fighting God to now serving God. Acts 26, 19 and 20. So then, King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the vision from heaven, first to those in Damascus and then to those in Jerusalem, in all Judea, and then to the Gentiles. I preached that they should repent and turn to God and demonstrate their repentance by their deeds. I love this because now it's years later and Paul is addressing his change in vision, his change in goal, his change in why. What about this? What if your life went from being self-centered to God-centered? What would it look different like 
a, a year from now, six years from now. Paul is probably 15 years later. I don't know exactly, okay, from the road to Damascus to Acts 16. But Paul has planted churches. Paul has shared with literally thousands of people. He's traveled. He's seen miracles take place in his life. And see, if you will set godly goals in your life, if you'll sit down with God and say, God, I want to serve you. I mean, I never imagined when I said yes to God that that I would be a pastor and that you and I would get married. We never imagined that we would see a children's home in Africa be built. We never imagined that thousands of people would come to know Christ and be a part of a local church. We never imagined. We couldn't imagine all of that. But if you'll just set the goal, because that's what we did. Every year we would set goals. So what are our goals for the boys now that they're in high school? What are our goals for the boys now that they're married? We're still doing these goals, and we have these pictures in our mind, motivational things. That's why we can talk to you today about motivation of the changing of the living room and seeing it full of the family and people sitting around the table. But we know it's going to take months for us to finish that project, and we're going to have to say no because we may not have enough money to buy that couch, but we may get that couch, and it all fits part of the picture. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. I think it's so important that we set goals that are actually reasonable and attainable, and we pray about them. And just like the passage here with Paul, from the moment that he gave his life to the Lord till later, it it took time. Yeah. And you have to give yourself enough time to actually do the goal. (laughs) You do. It takes time to to walk it out. I mean, uh, to do simply for women, it takes time every week just to record this. Sure. It takes time to prepare the Bible study that you do every time. It, it doesn't just happen. And and you have to invest that time. And, and that's what's powerful about it. You know, when when I was a baby, my parents came to know the Lord. And they had grown up in Christian homes, but both my parents were nominal Christians. They were Christian in name only. They didn't have a personal relationship with Jesus, Okay. And it was it was a crisis that brought my mom to Christ and my dad. She was diagnosed with cancer. And and because of that, they reorchestrated their life. And in the early, early days of their accepting Christ, they began to say a prayer. And this prayer was real simple. They said, Lord, please don't let us waste our lives. Now, you have to realize they were probably 31 years old when they prayed that prayer. They were very young in the Lord. They were reading through their Bibles every day. They began the process and the habits that would make them successful as Christians of of learning how to repent, to confess their sins, how to pray, study the Word of God, and do life with other believers. Okay, So that can be a goal. Any one of those things can be a goal to say, I need to get in a Bible study this year. I'm going to read through the Bible this year. I'm going to learn to pray this year. But and, but make it motivational. Why? Because I want peace in my life. I want to I want to sleep better at night. I want to have godly friends. What makes it motivational for you? I don't know what makes it motivational for you, but I know that the Lord is with you and he will help you to set those goals. Well, I'm Jennifer and you have been listening to Simply for Women. We've been talking about goals. And if you want to hear the other 
lessons, you can go to jenniferjackson.com, jenniferjackson.com, and you can hear all of those. Maybe the Lord will speak into your life and help you to set those goals. I even have a dream sheet for you. That's 2024 dream sheet. You can sit down and spend some time with God. You can find that at jenniferjackson.com. You've been listening to Simply for Women. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jenniferjackson.com. That's jenniferjackson.com. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.